episode 55. Happy anniversary. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And today we are celebrating our one year anniversary. Woohoo! Tonight's episode is going to be all about you guys. It's going to be what you've written in, what you've called in, um, sort of highlights over the last, you know, your highlights over the last year. But before we get started, we do want to thank the episode sponsors. Um, Mm -hmm. Tonight's episode is being sponsored by Blow Up My Marriage. Um, And this is something that we've uh, done in the past and has been sponsored. In the past, mm-hmm. uh, Corey Allen, Dr. Corey Allen over there with Simple Marriage, he puts this fantastic 16-week course together called Blow Up Your Marriage or Blow Up My Marriage. And if you're interested in it, you can click through and we will have the links right there at the oneextraordinarymarriage.com website. So check it out. If your marriage is at that spot and you just need to blow it up, this is time in to do it. In a good way. Yeah, this is, this is the good way to do it. And I've talked to Corey since that first one he put on and the extraordinary things that happened to marriages through that, mm-hmm. it's it's worth it. It's almost like what Elise and I did two and a half years ago when we took on the 60 Days of Sex Challenge. Mm-hmm. It was our way of blowing up our marriage. And we did it through having sex. And as many of you have listened over this last year, how it has changed our marriage, how it literally took us from a point of being in the doldrums and in the slumps to one where we can pretty much four or five days out of the week go, dang, we are lucky and very fortunate to have done that because of where we are today. And the other couple of days, well, you know, life happens. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys have caught life happening. Yes, many times. So before we jump into what everybody else has got to say, let's, uh, let's talk about our week. Let's do our week thing. We had date night this week. Date night, very mm-hmm. mellow. As you guys know from last, you guys are probably going, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys had financial issues with spending, mm-hmm. overspending for Christmas, and that is very true, and we're still working through that. Praise God, and I want to thank you all for your prayers that the Dent Dude has picked up. It, it went from famine, which I'm very accustomed to in my business, to feasting. And so I am just trying to stay up with it now these first couple of weeks of January. Praise God. The launch for the Quick Fit Formula with Fit Marriage went fantastic. And I want to thank all of you who did sign up and those of you who purchased the Quick Fit Formula. We are very excited to see that just starting to explode in Fit Marriage as a whole mm-hmm. is exploding. I mean, that that's just been awesome. So I, I want to thank you all for your prayers. So how do we afford date night? So how do we afford date night? Yeah. So date night, so date night, the way we worked out date night is my mom and dad got us a $25 gift card to mm-hmm. Macaroni Grill mm-hmm. or one of their chains. So we ended up going to Macaroni Grill, but Elisa also went on and signed up for their newsletter, which right. gave us a $5 coupon. Uh-huh. So there was 30 bucks and we, we don't usually drink when we go out. Um, just we don't usually drink. We don't usually do appetizers. Yeah, um, I mean we're, we're we usually skip appetizers and dessert. And eh, desserts every once in a while, depending on where we're at and where we're yeah, feeling. Given the budget, no dessert. No dessert. We 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 and, went cheap. Um, yeah. So it was our two dinners, and so you know the total with tip was like thirty eight dollars. Yeah, and so, so it was we had eight bucks out of our pocket. It was eight bucks out of our pocket, and that came out of our eating out budget, which I still even though things were tight this month, um, the reality is, is that over a course of 30, 31 days, we will eat out. Mm-hmm. So I did budget a smaller amount this month than we normally do, but it was still there. Mm-hmm. And I did also, um, because date night is such a priority for us, I also budgeted for the kids to go to the sitters. Um, right, but usually they're there for five hours. Mm-hmm. And we have another event, um, a local authors exhibit coming up at the end of the month for our book for our book it was um all san diego authors published in 2010 right is um this exhibit at the end of the month so i had to budget babysitting 
for date night and for this exhibit. Um, so we just told the kids, you've got four hours, <laughs> you don't get five because we need that extra, you know, we need those extra dollars to go um, at the end of the month. And so we did date night for $40. Yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. Um, and when we got home, we also remembered, or Lisa remembered, I give blood every 56 days. So, and I've been doing that for almost eh, a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And so they give me points every time I give blood and I hadn't looked at my store. Well, I'd accumulated about 1,250 points and we were already thinking ahead to next month for date night. So we went on the store because we knew that they had gift certificates to certain restaurants Mm -hmm. and found that they had a $25 gift card for 600 points to Outback Steakhouse. So we picked up two of those. So next month is already taken care of. Once again. Frugally. <laughs> um, you know, and then we ended up just watching a movie at home because um, you guys know that we don't do the movies out thing partly. And we're so slow when it comes to the movies. We, we're well, so behind. I mean, partly because it costs, I mean, it probably would cost us almost 40 bucks just for the two of us to go to a movie. And, and we just, yeah, we just, and we don't. just don't. Um, for those of you who do it and you find that that's a time for you guys to be, and I would call that almost recreational intimacy because yeah, it's an activity that you love to do together. By all means, go do it. I mean, for us, it's it's just we, we dig it's just, just n- curling it's just up on not the couch where we and, choose to spend our money. Yeah, and and I like to talk a lot through movies. Gee, I wonder where Alex gets that from. Yeah, I like to talk, and so because if I don't catch something, I'll ask Elisa, and she'll what get all say? mad at me. What do you say? So we, um, fortunately, our local county library has you know they're pretty up to date collection of movies and mm-hmm. so um you know we're yeah. always about three or four months behind so we rented slumdog millionaire i think that's more than three or four okay. years behind, or three or four months behind. okay so maybe a year um but we had never seen the movie nope and for those of you that haven't seen it it is a incredibly powerful movie yes um just one that really you know it's very cerebral <laughs> in the sense that you're, you're going you know you're in the present and then you're in the past and um, in this one person's life and just seeing how all of these seeming coincidences aren't necessarily coincidences mm-hmm. at all. They've all, you know, it's how your life, all of the events in your life really come together for, you know, to bring you to the point where you are today. And so just very powerful. So if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend it. Yeah. Um, what else did we do this week? We, well, tomorrow, Tuesday, when you guys are, when this first gets posted, we are turning off TV in our house. Yep. We decided to do that. We decided to pull the plug. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. But. Again, we're looking at our budget. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at what we really watch on TV. And is it really worth it? Right. And because we, um, our children are not allowed to watch TV during the week. Unless there's like Monday Night Football or something. And yes. I want to watch. Dad's going to be hurting during football season. but Or the uh, national championship that's going on right now. While we're podcasting? Yes. Do you have like a little ticker going across your screen? I do. Okay, just checking. Um, but, you know, so our kids don't watch TV during the week. We typically in the evenings don't watch TV. Right, we don't. So we're looking at Friday afternoon, evening, Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. For full cable, all the channels. Yeah. You know, to the tune of about $75, $80 a month. You multiply that times a year, that's a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff we could do. Uh, you know, that's, or just savings, or if we want to take a trip, or, right. you know, things that really in the long term will matter more. And, you know, again, our wonderful San Diego County Library has a phenomenal collection of movies. And many of you mentioned Netflix and Hulu. So a, a number of outlets that we can watch. Right. And, and it's good. I mean, Elisa and I w- went without TV for a number of years, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. I can, I don't remember when, heck when I hiked the Pacific Crest trail, there was four and a half months right there. Well, and even, you know, I mean, I don't think we had TV until after, what? well, it was after we came back to San Diego from Washington. Cause I remember being home with Alex when he was just a newborn in barring movies from the neighbors. Really? Yeah. All right. We didn't even have it up there. Okay. Um, so while it will be an adjustment, especially for the kids, because they like their Friday afternoon. Well, I had, Alex was like crying. 
yesterday. I'm sure. Well, Clone he, Wars. Clone Wars. Alex and I love our Clone Wars, and he was really bumming about that. Luckily, we finished Prince Caspian tonight from Narnia, so we'll watch that this weekend. And yeah. then Alex and I have been playing. He bought Madden 11 for the Wii, and Alex and I love playing as teammates and beating up on people. So we'll do, we'll so find it's, it's no big. Well, I mean, it's just it's just an adjustment. It's an adjustment, and I'm sure many of you out there don't have TV. It's just we have we've had it for a while, and you know it's just time to get rid of it. And like Elisa said, most nights, to be to be truthfully honest with you guys, with Elisa running her Leah Sophia stuff, with me doing all my stuff with Fit Marriage and the One, and honestly, we are totally cool sitting behind our computers. We sit across from each other. We work on our stuff. We talk. We talk while we're doing our things. Um, there are nights when we know there are certain things that just need to get done. And so I may be up till midnight mm-hmm. and Elisa's just like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to bed. I'm going to go read and she'll do that. And then there are just nights when we'll put the kids to bed. We'll come out. Okay. How much do you got? How much do I got? All right. Computers are going off at 10. We're going to get into our bed. We're going to read, you know, depending on whose night it might be, we may actually have some physical intimacy that night. So and actually turning off the computer at 10, that's that's a goal of mine this year. That's something I'm trying to get. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, it's harder to do that because if I'm if I'm out doing the dent dude all day long, it's hard for me to sometimes come home and I, I need well, to Well, and your that. stuff is also different than, yeah. than mine, but it's... Yeah. You know, well, you it's, do a lot of your Facebook stuff. Yeah. You, you tend to just do nothing on it, in my opinion. Your opinion? Okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I should pull that one comment from What that. comment? Oh, hold on. I'll find it. You. What do you talk. want me to talk about then? No. Well, I just, it was one of the comments that I just realized I didn't pull from, uh, from our past episodes. But so we're going to be talking tonight about um, the last year. And yeah. you that's know, all we did for this week? That's, oh, well, what else? I don't know. I mean, it was, I, pretty, I was, it was a pretty mellow weekend. I mean, oh, except, okay. So here's a funny thing that happened this weekend. Um, the kids and I are coming back from grocery shopping on Sunday and we see a cyclist coming down one of the streets right by where we live. And he's wearing a hammer nutrition Jersey that looks identical to the one that Tony has. And he's wearing, it looks like he's riding a dark colored bike and he's got a whitish silverish helmet on. So we're all like, look, there's daddy. I'm like, Hey kids, it's daddy. And so we're, we're all excited. It was a little bit early for him to be coming home, but it wouldn't have been outside the realm of, Mm-hmm. you know, maybe you cut your ride short or something. And so we like pull up and I roll down the windows and we're all excited because we're like, Hey, and then the cyclist looks over at us. <laughs> it's not Tony. <laughs> That's rad. So instead of saying sorry or Hey, have a good ride. I just very quickly pushed up on the window and the kids are just in the backseat laughing. Like that is the funniest thing I've done in a long time. And they're just like, mom, that wasn't dad. Da, da, da. And that guy booked it. So I bet you he made it home in record time thinking Dumb. who's that freak of a lady cheering at me in her minivan. That yeah. Was, that well, was that was better than mine. We almost got hit and we got flipped off. So, Hey, yeah, I, he, I would, he had I would a better have, ride. I would have rather had somebody screaming at me going, woo, keep going. Yeah. So, so what else what, happened? Anything else happened this week? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. It's been pretty mellow. You know, we just been, you started up your transformation challenge with Holly Rigsby. I did. You've been cranking at it. We did a, we did a workout together this past week. Was that just this past week? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was yeah, like on so. Tuesday. We just did that interval workout together. So that was fun. You're really cranking at it. We got 11 weeks before we head off to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'm glad you're not counting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm counting. Oh, I'm <laughs> counting. I can't wait to go to Puerto Rico. That is funny. I didn't even know how many weeks we had. I think, right? It's 11 No, weeks. I think it's 12. Oh, is it? I think it's 12. Yeah, because the uh, transformation challenge just started and that's 12 weeks. Okay. And it ends the day that we're traveling. Okay. So 12 weeks from now, we are in Puerto Rico. And for all of you out there who have seen pictures of Elisa or myself, and, and, I, and I'm going to put this out there, there, and it comes to physical your your physical appearance because we hear this all the time and it it tends to drive me nuts at times um because it, it just it really pisses me off when people will look at elisa and, and she'll post something and they'll be like oh you're so skinny why do you want to lose weight and you know there's something about being skinny and flabby and skinny and toned and for elisa 
it's not that she needs to lose any weight. If anything, I think you'd probably be happy if you get toned up and actually gain probably like four or five pounds. Yeah. I mean, with where after the kids, um, something which they've never been able to determine happened to my metabolism and it sped up considerably, considerably to the point where I lost all of my baby weight and then probably another 20 pounds. Um, to the point where my beloved mother-in-law, who is a scrapbooker, <laughs> told me one time, yeah, I'm getting to the point where I have to cut you out of the pictures because you're just looking so emaciated. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, it was, it was true. Not one of those things you want to hear, but it was true. And there was, it wasn't that I wasn't eating. It was that there was nothing I could do to put weight on. And, um, and then after about, uh, about two years ago, um, things started to settle down, but I'm still probably five to 10 pounds under underweight, but I'm thin. And so whenever I tell people that I'm working out or I'm watching what I eat, um, it, the inevitable comment is, well, you don't need to do that. Look how thin you are. Or, right. you know, what are you talking about? And, you know, it's one of those things that Tony and I have talked about a lot because we are both thin. Obviously you guys have heard Tony, he works out infinitely more than I do. Um, but, but I have a passion. You have a passion for cycling and, and, and fitness and that's, so, that's who you are. Yeah. For me, Again, it's more of an effort. Hasn't, hasn't always been there mm-hmm. over the last six, seven years. I ramped it back up, you know, and prior to that I was doing it as well. But to me being skinny and flabby is not where I want to be. I want to stay toned right. into my forties and into my fifties. And sure. sometimes, so in anyways, I, I just, it, it drives me nuts. And I think for a lot of you out there who are having some issues with your body and who you are and how that translates into your bedrooms, you, you really need to, to think about what you want. Because I know for myself, I had, I had an issue with that. You know, my body became a hindrance to how I felt how I, how I was able to feel sexually attracted to Elisa or how I thought she looked at me. So just something to think about if you are having some of those issues. Um, I know Elisa's doing the stuff with Holly Rigsby at fit yummy mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from everything she's been saying, it's an amazing, it's an amazing group of women. It, it is. I mean, she, Holly has really created um, a very strong community through, I mean, she's been doing this for a number of years now. And so, you know, there are a number of forums where you can jump in and get involved. And I know that we've got some listeners who actually are participating in the transformation challenge cool. as well, um, as well as myself. And it's one of those things where, you know, I don't have the time nor the inclination to do an hour workout three times a week, um, go to the gym. None of that appeals to me whatsoever. Holly's workouts are 15 minutes, probably 20 minutes with warm up and cool down. And I can make that work into my schedule six days a week. So I'm still getting my workouts. I'm still, um, you know, being consistent, but it's not something where I'm like, Oh my goodness, where am I going to squeeze in an hour today? Yeah. You know, and her nutrition is very simple. It's not like you have to eat all of these crazy foods. And, um, you know, Tony and I were talking about this earlier today. It's just that over this last month where I've really pulled out most of the um, refined sugars mm-hmm. and I've pulled a lot of gluten out of my diet, um, I'm starting to see the physical ramifications of that that are kind of blowing me away after some of the health stuff that I've dealt with um, the last few years with the itchy skin and with the heavy periods and, and seeing some of that start to change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... So much of what your body does is a reaction to what you've put in it. And so if you want to see a change in your body, you've got to change the fuel that goes into it. Right. And that's just, it's just a, making a conscious decision. And my kids now, they're so funny. We have no, no, I won't say we have no, we have um, a little bit leftover ice cream from Alex's birthday party that they have not asked for. Mm-hmm. And we have... Two weeks ago, when we went to Trader Joe's to do our grocery shopping. I told them if it was in the budget, they could pick one treat. And so they picked soy milk ice cream sandwiches. They each had one. And I know that they know they're, they're gen- in there. Genetically modified? You know what? They picked it. All right. 
yeah. You know what? It, it probably is. Right. But at the same time, I, I can't. Okay. You know, it's the one thing they got. So they're making healthier choice. We as a family are making healthier choices. Right. We spend more time at the table together having dinner because everybody's enjoying the different vegetables on their plates and things like that. So it's really, if you're making changes this year to your nutrition, take baby steps, but know that you can do it, mm-hmm. you know, and your family will adapt. They, yeah. they might give you some flack, but they'll adapt. Oh, our kids give us flack every dang night, but they end up at They've the end of the day, better. but at the end of the, at the end of dinner, they have scarfed everything down and just loving it and looking for more. And unfortunately we just haven't had more. So we just tell them to go get fruits or vegetables. Yeah. So, and yeah. we're also working on simplify to 2.0 and that's sort of coming along still working on that. So just trying to get rid of stuff and that's part of the cable, getting rid of some mm-hmm. of these things. So we'll continue to work through it and let you guys know what the year brings. That's so let's for sure. talk about uh, all the Let's feedback. talk about you. So I, I have to read, um, I have to read the post that we got from Ron Yeah, for last week. Yeah. When that's you, fine. Uh, and then we'll go into some voicemails. Sure. Yeah. You know. Go. Go. So this is from Ron and this is in response to last week's podcast. Grace, grace, grace. I mean this for Tony towards Elisa. Be careful with commentating when your spouse is trying to explain themselves. I have to side with Elisa on this. Love you guys and appreciate you being open in this podcast. We went through the exact same scenario this and last month. Overspent on Christmas by a long shot, both of us, and not having much of for the month of January. One thing I'd suggest is having a simple two-minute nightly conversation about your finances. I actually have a nightly reminder on my phone for this along with pray together. Ask each other if you've used the debit cards and talk about it. Barb and I do this when we find ourselves getting sloppy with the envelope system and using our debit cards, and it helps greatly. We don't use this time to beat each other over the heads. We already do that to ourselves. No need to do it to each other. However, the simple act of checking in with each other and being honest about how you're spending your money, having safety with each other to admit your mistakes and move on without being beaten up for it does a lot to curb the spending when you're not together. What's done is done and nobody is perfect. Give each other grace and move on. It's going to happen again and my guess is each of you will be on the wrong end of it at some point. Follow that up with a weekly budget meeting where the bookkeeper of the home can say, here's where we're at. We're X dollars over budget and here's a printout from Quicken on where the money went. One thing I've come to realize is that it's not simply my wife's fault when I don't know how she's spending the money. As the leader of our home, I have a responsibility to check in with her on the important area of our lives when she's not initiating, like finances. It's like at my job. If I lead people, it's my fault if I don't know what they're doing. Yes, I'd like them to initiate those conversations, but I have a responsibility to keep up with them when they don't. Huge kudos for being real and open about those financial tips. We all go through it. Ron, thank you for encouraging my husband to have grace. I very much appreciated seeing that post last week. Yes, uh, you did. He was a little heavy-handed. I was. Yeah. I, I just... He would probably earned it, but he was still a little heavy-handed in right. the episode last week. And, and I will have to say, it, it's not just... It, the, the hardest part for me, it's the end of the month. And at the end of the month, I have three, basically three businesses I got to close. And then being at the end of the year... I also have year end. So it, it can get a little crazy with paperwork and having to get everything where it needs to go and then pulling everything together for taxes and putting it in their box and getting everything ready for my bookkeeper who then after she's done, then I got to get it to my accountant. It's a lot at the end of every month. It's not like I just sit here and go, Hey, um, we made money from our, our employment and this is what it is. And we're done. I mean, I got a myriad of papers and accounts I got to go through and things I got to pull together. Okay. I really have noticed that that is Tony's new favorite word. What? Go ahead. You just said it. What? Myriad. Or I don't know. Yeah. I think it's myriad. We'll have to look up the if there's any, if there's any linguists out there, let us know, please. But I've heard him use it about four times today. And it's just not one of those words that you find in typical everyday conversation. <laughs> I'm expanding myself. There you All go. Right. There you go. All right. Here's Let's, a voicemail. Oh, good. Yep. Here we go. Oh, dang it. Okay. Uh, while he's doing that, I'm going to no, talk. No, I got it. Oh, I sure? got it. Yeah. It's, I always forget that darn things off. There we go. Hi guys. It's Mary from Australia. 
Um, I just wanted to say congratulations on one year of podcasting. Thank you. Um, you asked people to call about how it's impacted on their marriage, but we we hadn't been very married very long when I started listening, so I can't say that it had changed anything because we were still finding what our marriage really was. Um, but I think that it's changed my expectations of what marriage is, that I had some concerns about where marriage sometimes ended up after older couples, where they um, they don't communicate very well and they um, have a lot of anger towards each other and they don't show any signs of trying to work that out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful for an example where it's not like that, um, that it doesn't have to be like that and I think that from that, we've uh, developed a great basis of where our marriage is going to be in the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So That's I awesome. want to thank you guys for that. Congratulations again, and I look forward to hearing another year. Thank you. Awesome, Mary. Thank you so much for the call in. And Mary actually um, added to her voicemail there with a post up on Facebook and you know how one has made a difference um, this last year. And she said it expanded the concept of intimacy, that it isn't just what happens in the bedroom. Each day is filled with opportunities to create intimacy with your spouse. Yeah. So she added that onto her voicemail. And And can we, as, as a community pray for those in that South Western part of Australia, Southeastern part of Australia, part of Australia, they have been getting rain since, I think Mary told me, she tweeted me that uh, since around Christmas and it has mm. not stopped, uh, wow. there are eight people dead in the area. So please pray for all our brothers and sisters in that area, you know, lift them up and uh, gosh, hopefully they don't have to build arcs and like we were about to do here in California. And we only had five days. And Mary, Mary said she's safe. So that's cool. Her and her husband are safe. So please, when you get a chance, just lift up those guys. What do you got next there? Uh, we've got an email here from Sarah and she said, dear Tony and Elisa, it was almost one year ago that I randomly discovered your podcast. While I am not a particularly religious person, I can't help but feel like God played a role. My husband and I are about to celebrate our 10th anniversary in February together since 1995. And for the vast majority of those years, sex or lack thereof has caused conflict and almost destroyed our relationship. Since I discovered your podcast for the first time, I've been able to appreciate my husband's perspective. I now understand the importance of physical intimacy and look forward to the day we accomplish the seven-day challenge. I understand our relationship will always be a work in progress, but you have given me a gift of choosing my battles and valuing all levels of intimacy, especially our physical intimacy. As you celebrate one year of podcasting, I want to wish you the best and thank you for all you've offered to couples out there. I can honestly say that our marriage is the best it's ever been and it will only get better from here. Thanks for all you do, Sarah. That's awesome. Thank you, Sarah. That's so awesome to hear somebody else feel the same way that we do. Yeah. That's the best it's been and it's just going to get better. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the thing I've learned over this past year of just talking into these mics and to you guys and really just sort of honing in on what is happening in my marriage is that I have really realized that there are those high points and there are those low points and we're going to make it through mm-hmm. both of them. It sometimes take long, it takes longer to work through some of those low points than I'd like. And those high points, sometimes they're not there as long as I'd like them to be. But I will have to say over this past year, I've been almost hypersensitive to what's happening and you know, I think we need to be that way in our marriages Mm -hmm. and we need to realize when things are not going right and to realize when our spouse is, you know, there's something wrong, you know, both husband or wife, you know, and to talk through it and figure out what is happening instead of becoming reclusive and pulling away and not, and not sharing those. Cause I think that's when it, I think that's when things really start to hurt. One of the memorable moments that I have from this year is the whole texting and Facebook and Twitter stuff when we were up in in, uh, on vacation. That was one of of my memorable moments of this year. I had actually forgotten about that (laughs) until you brought it back up. Thank you. That was one of mine. So when Elisa blows up and says, put that darn thing away. (sighs) All right. Here's one from Rob. Tony, several months ago, you and I, 
and I had an email conversation about some of our marriage issues, not mine and his, but his and his wife. Your suggestions that I should read Bo's Cafe. And for those of you who are new to one, Bo's Cafe is a book. Pick it up. Man, this book, I will say I've read it two or three times now. Elisa's read it. I know a number of you have read it. This this book really opens up, one, the masks that we wear. And when we wear these masks, it's hard for us to be loved. Mm-hmm. And it really talks about a lot of God's grace. So pick it up. I got the book about a week ago and just finished it. It's a quick read. What an eye opener. Gave me many, many things to contemplate. Thank you for the suggestion. I also bought Strip Down. Thank you very much. And we'll be reading that soon. Shouldn't take you more than a week. <laughs> we've, had, we've had some people say they've read it in a day, which is great. I love it. At present, I'm reading Every Man's Battle. Another good book. I've read part of that. Thank you so much for what you are doing to help marriages everywhere. Although my marriage is not where it should be yet, we have made s- such huge progress in the past three years. It is simply amazing. When every possible, whenever possible, we witness to other married couples the wonders of what marriage can be like if you willing to learn and actually work at making it better again thank you for all your efforts you will be rewarded handsomely that's awesome yeah i mean that's like tony said bo's cafe is a book that you know after we read and shared with you guys we know that it has impacted a lot of you Um, and if you haven't had a chance to read it it's definitely one um, to pick up especially you know if you struggle with anger Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, you know that is a book that helps you deal with your anger issues in I don't want to say a roundabout way but it's not a like I'm going to bash you over the head type you know self-help book um, and make you feel bad about what you've done it's just one of those eye-opening oh this is what it looks like to other people type of thing Um, right so that is you know that's wonderful to hear and we always love hearing somebody's picked up one of our books too and we know many of you have over the last year and we thank you for that as well Um, here's from Kathy in New Jersey. And she said, I stumbled on your podcast one day through iTunes. I was listening to something else on marriage. And when I was searching for it, I found you guys. I was hooked when I heard Elisa say that she realized that she was avoiding sex with Tony by taking a little too long in the bathroom or by getting immersed in her book right at bedtime. And Elisa still does that at times. It it, it still does happen. I don't think that'll ever go away. No, but I'm sensitive to... Again, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, just the, the for, habit itself hasn't changed, but I am sensitive to when it's, you know, your nights or my nights right. that I don't, you know, make this a habit. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, fact, it's, it's not okay, seven days little, a week. Little interjection here. So last week, you know, my days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I, yeah. yes. And I was really into my book, Wednesday, Thursday. Like... Like I passed out. Like Tony passed out because I was, I was reading this book and it was really good. I wasn't staying awake for this. And so then Friday, lo and behold, I wake up and I've got my period knowing full well that it was coming sometime last week. Yeah. And so I still, I was like, okay, I've got two choices. I can either tell Tony, sorry, you're denied this week because I was going to be selfish and read my book knowing that this was, you know, I was getting my period or I could serve him. I was almost going to say service, which I guess actually is true too. But I took care of his needs on Friday. We were still physically intimate. Mm -hmm. We did not have sex, but we were physically intimate. And it allowed me to say, you know what? Okay, let's think outside the box a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because I was selfish Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be completely honest, but I knew I had three days. And so I was still able to keep my end of the bargain you know i'm to balance life right you know so okay back to this yep um okay so reading right her book right at bedtime i thought oh my gosh do i do that and then when i heard tony articulate feelings of hurt and rejection and insecurity words i'd heard from my own husband but never fully understood i realized i had done exactly that i always thought we had a great sex life because when we had sex it was great And I always felt really proud that I had never turned him down for sex. But listening to you guys talk about the very issue that existed in my own marriage made me realize that I never had to turn him down because I sent so many nonverbal cues 
and he's intuitive enough to know to not even try it when I don't feel like it. We'd had plenty of conversations about his desire for me to initiate more, but to be honest, I always felt frustrated by those requests. I felt like I was designed to be more of a responder than an initiator and that he was asking me to fit the ideal of some sex-crazed porn star. And yet to hear Lisa boldly take on 50% of the initiation in your relationship was inspiring to me. And I realized I've had some old baggage as a Christian in the bedroom. Years of trying to protect my virginity with other guys seem to have left me a fairly passive lover in my marriage. Anyway, I think I've taken away two big things from listening to the both of you over the past year. One, I've decided to attempt to initiate with my husband at least once a week. Yay. I can pretty much count on him to initiate with me once or more a week as well. So for us, that's the intimacy lifestyle, though a bit less formalized than you guys have it. But it's been great for us. Two, date night. Seriously, Mm -hmm. how many times have I heard that it's important and yet never, ever made it a priority? But planning those nights, booking the sitter, making it about the two of us and not some social function we have to attend... That has spoken volumes to my husband. His love language is definitely quality time. Mm -hmm. We are raising three small children and they are my full-time work. It's easy for him to feel lost in that. And those date nights have sent a powerful message to him about my love and commitment. That's right. So thank you. Thank you both so much for your willingness to give of your time and yourselves to this ministry. Your conversations keep me company as I go about everything I need to do in our home. And they often serve as important reminders of the things I need to refocus on. It's made a huge difference to me in my marriage. Kathy. That's awesome. Kathy, what you said in there, and we've heard it throughout the year, that just the everyday conversations that we have when we're on the air with all of you, these are things that you pick up on, things that you've said in your marriage or you've done or you haven't done. And those of you that have listened to us for any length of time know that we are just two real people. Um, sharing the very real ups and downs in our marriage. If you haven't, uh, if this is the first episode that you're joining, you're just kind of hearing about you know what the last year has been like, um, you will notice if you go back one episode that Tony said we were the perfect married couple, tongue in cheek. And, uh, hmm. you know, we, we come on the air some days when things are really good and we come on the air some days when things are really lousy. But you know what? For you guys out there, that's marriage, right? I mean, if if we came behind these mics and just talked like everything was great, and there are many folks who will do that for you. You guys know it. I know it. I've listened to them. It's sort of reason why Elisa and I talk the way we talk is because I was plainly sick and tired of listening to them. Come to find out a year later of podcasting and learning and hearing about a lot of these other couples their marriages are in shambles. So you're going to hear the truth from us, be it good or bad. And hopefully it's, it's our intention that when you're going through your marriage, maybe something will tick and click and go, you know what? Other people have that. Mm. Other people have issues. We all have issues. The pretty face and the happy face that we tend to put on as Christians and especially in church, I'm sorry to say, a lot of it is lies. They're, they're facades. It's a wall that we put up. It's a mask that we put on. And unfortunately, that's where a lot of people are. We choose not to live that way. And don't get me wrong. There are times when we do. Oh, yeah. But we talk about that. You well, know? And, and I think it would have been hard, in all honesty, for us to do this week in and week out if we came on the air every week and said everything's great. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it would have been, it would have been virtually impossible because those nights when, when I'm running late and so we haven't gotten on the pot and you have to record until nine 30 and he's just, you know, smoke's coming out of his ears or it's something happened with the kids that day. And I didn't like the way he handled it. You know, whatever it was, we just, it's not who we are. Yeah. And so I appreciate Kathy, um, making that connection yeah. with who we truly are. Yeah. And and I know that a lot of you have over this last year. We've had it from emails throughout the course of the year where people have, you know, attached, become attached to a, a sentence that we said or something that all of a sudden the light bulb goes off in their marriage and they're like, oh my goodness. 
and we've seen marriages change just because of a, a half of a podcast or something like Elisa said, where it's just like, oh my gosh, and we'll get the emails and we'll correspond and we'll get connected through Facebook or Twitter and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help couples along there, you know, when our time, um, permits, permits and, you know, encouraging. So if you are at that point and something clicks in any of our podcasts and you need clarification or you just need some, somebody to pray for you, maybe you're at a, in an area, a smaller area, a smaller church where you don't feel confident going before somebody there, by all means, you can hit me up at ask Tony at one extraordinary marriage.com or ask Elisa at one extraordinary marriage.com. I mean, just let us know what it is you need us to pray for. And we will. Yeah. We we definitely will because we know what it's like being in a smaller church. We've been in those places before. We've been in conservative churches. We know that place and it sometimes is tough to um air or open up. Uh have been there. I've done that. I've been frustrated by frustrated it. by it. So we're, we're here to definitely allow you to to open up. And, and let it out. And and if it's something that you don't want on the air, just just put it just put it down there. Just say, hey, please do not please do not post this on the air. And a lot of stuff that comes through, we don't read it because we know it's personal. Right. We're we're very conscious of your your um. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, your privacy. Your privacy. The, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we. It's very obvious when an email has a lot of personal information. Yeah, and we're not going to we're not the specifics of your relationship and and we're sensitive to that. We definitely are. You know, so. I, I don't want spouses to be mad at emails that come in and things like that. So. Yeah. So on iTunes, where all of you should be going <laughs> and reviewing the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast, we have twenty one reviews for a four and a half star. So please get on over there and click on the five star. I, I think you got to log in, but click on that five star. We would greatly appreciate that. So here's one that we got. And then you can also review us too and leave your comment if you'd like. We got on uh, by Tektron, real couple sharing their own experience. Awesome. I really like the real world format, a couple sharing their struggles and successes. I haven't heard all the episodes, but I have been encouraged by what I have heard so far. And that's it. Real world. That takes me back to college. Yeah. Real. (laughs) Yeah. That was the first reality show, I think. Right. Uh, Probably. Yep. On Facebook where all of you can get a hold of us. One extraordinary marriage, obviously. Um, Karina, her big thing, sex challenge. I will never forget it and look forward to the next one. Karina has been a loyal fan of one extraordinary marriage since then. I, I re- I still remember her mm-hmm. signing up, which is which is funny. I, many of you came and found us through the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, and are so grateful that you've stuck around and continue to listen and continue to make your marriages extraordinary in their own right. Mm-hmm. When's the next one? February, February thirteenth. I think we're going to kick that one off. We were going to call it. Last year was the first annual, but we're looking at doing these biannually. So having two a year. So we need a name. So we need a name. Don't know. For all of you guys out there who have um, more brain power than we do when it comes to naming stuff, by all means, please give us. We still want to call it the seven days of sex challenge. So. Well, yeah, that's not going to. I like, think, don't we have like seven days of sex.com? I think we do. I, I'm sure you got all of the. I think I do. Derivatives of that name. Okay. Um. <laughs> lots of sweet comments from people on Facebook wishing they had something interesting to say but w- congratulating us on our first year um, and Tim did Tim call in did, did yeah we, yeah I got Tim okay because because he said on Facebook that he was thinking about calling back again because he wanted to take up at least half the podcast yeah Tim wasn't pulling a Tim though because Tim only called and left like a two minute voicemail what? I know Tim so he, we miss you here's Tim Hey guys, this is Tim from Atlanta, or AKA Will He Ever Stop Talking? Just wanted to <laughs> say hey to you guys and congratulate you on the year and um, want to say thank you. Uh, I thought a little bit about what I was going to call and say, and honestly, I have no idea what I'm going to say because I, I just don't know where to start or 
how many times I want to keep calling back to finish what I'm going to say. But just wanted to say thank you. You know, I guess the the big thing that that one has done is, you know, we think we have a pretty good marriage, but you know, it has um, over the year opened my eyes, and then you know, my wife still doesn't listen, but um, we then talk about things that that um, I know we have issues with and stuff like that. And we've been able to work through some things because of that. Um, one thing I uh, just got done listening to this past week and with the whole financial thing, uh, I don't know, it sounded like we were listening to our story uh, when you guys were going through that. Um, I'm not self-employed, so we don't have the same issues there, but we still, we're on a cash basis and stuff like that. And, we did overspend for Christmas, um, and it seems that, yeah, Tony, just so you know, or I can't remember which one of you guys said it now, but I know Elisa wasn't the only one that did that. We did it as well. So, um, <laughs> thank you. I'll, thank I'll you. leave it at that. But I, I just wanted to say thank you for the year. There's so many things that have come up. There's things that I meant to call about and never did, and just don't know how to put it in words. And, and um, and not get cut off um, before my thought was done. I, I'm I'm messing with you guys there, but yeah, when my my train of thought keeps go, starts going, uh, as you know, I don't stop talking. But I will stop there so I don't have to call back a second time. Thanks again. Have a good 2011. Bye. Thank you, dude. That was awesome, Tim. Thank you. And it is always nice to hear that I wasn't the only one that's done something whether it's be our finances or avoiding my husband or mm-hmm. you know all of that kind of stuff um that's been one of the things that we've wanted to communicate throughout this last year and, and will be going forward is that if you've done something in your marriage chances are somebody in the one community has also done it mm-hmm. you know you are not alone um i know sometimes when problems happen in a marriage it seems like it's only happening in your marriage and this has not ever happened to anybody else. Um, you know, a very rare example of that is, you know, when we lost our son, Andrew, mm-hmm. um, which we talked about in episode four, when we were going through that loss, I, I felt like the only woman on earth that this had ever happened to. It didn't matter that people shared with me that they had also lost children. When it's, when something traumatic is happening in your marriage, it can feel very isolating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we've learned from the couples that have written in the couples that have called in over the last 12 months is that we all go through similar things in our marriages, how you handle them and how you choose to move forward in your marriage is really where things differ. Mm -hmm. You know, do you choose, um, like the one friend who, you know, upon discovering infidelity in their marriage, you know, do you choose to be a survivor and figure out a way to make your marriage work or do you pack your bags and head the other direction? Yeah. You know, we have those choices to make on a daily basis in our marriage. Every day we make decisions that are either going to strengthen our marriage or weaken our marriage. And, you know, one of the things that's happened with the one community and, and Tony, um, alluded to this earlier for himself is that we as a couple, I think because we have this dedicated time once a week to sit and talk through what's going on in our marriages. When you guys share with us, we talk about what's going on in your marriages. Um, We are very sensitive to the temperature in our own marriage. Mm -hmm. We are very sensitive to when things aren't working. Um, And that has been a gift from all of you. Because by your encouragement, by by the fact that we still get on the mics every week, you allow us this time to talk about and strengthen our marriage. And and that is a blessing that I would not have been able to foresee 12 months ago. No, not at all. You know, we kind of, I mean, I think back to that first episode where we've got our, you know, our laptops and we're like, okay, we don't know what we're going to talk about and it's kind of funny. You know, we get ready to record tonight and I totally mess up the introduction the first time. 
Yeah. Like I've only been saying this for 55 episodes. I've got it scripted in front of me. It's the only scripted thing we've got for the entire, you know, show. show. And I jump right into what we're going to talk about. And he's looking at me and I'm like, oh yeah, perhaps I should introduce ourselves. <laughs> you got know, a little but stage fright. A little stage fright, which is really kind of funny because I had to record a video today and that was nerve wracking. This, not at all, but recording a video with like people seeing me. Um, and to that, you please call in. 858-876-5663. You know, I think a lot of us have this fear of, oh my gosh, I'm going to hear myself and my heart starts thumping. And don't get me wrong, mine does when I call into other podcasts too. But we want to hear you. We, we really do. It, it's it's really cool to have the connection that we have with you guys via Facebook and Twitter and on the blog. But when you call in, that connection is it just adds another level because we get to hear you guys too. And that's, that's really cool. So eight, five, eight, eight, seven, six, five, six, six, three. Yeah. And here's another call we have from our good friend, Ron. Maybe. Hey, Tony and Elisa, this is Ron in Fort Collins, Colorado, Colin. And wanted to both congratulate you and thank you for one year of podcasting. That's just uh, really exciting. And I think um, most of us um, probably don't appreciate what it, the kind of discipline and dedication it takes on your part to, um, to produce this podcast week in and week out and for sticking with it. And um, just want to say thank you. I know our marriage has definitely benefited from it. It's just made us more aware of various issues, you know, and when we listen, um, it just, you know, it sparks conversation and uh, in various areas of our marriage, not just intimacy, but in a number of ways. So you, I think, um, you know, probably when you don't even realize it, you inspire um, different thoughts or conversations and it's great. So again, just want to say thank you and um, keep it up. I'm looking forward to see what the next year brings for you guys. Bye. Thanks, Ron. And Ron, I have to uh Say a big, big thank you to my tech guy, also known as my husband and the other half of this podcast, because he does all of it. I have the privilege of sitting here and talking to him for an hour and then doing some weeks, a three to five sentence write up on what we've talked about. And that sometimes can be a pain in the butt just to get her to do that. So he handles all of it. Um, so you guys would not be listening to this podcast if it was up to me to do all the technical stuff. So a big thank you to Tony. Um, You're welcome. Because, yeah, the reality is <laughs> we wouldn't be here. No. Um, it, it, but it's something I've learned, and I'm, I'm happy I have this skill to, to do mm-hmm. podcasting. And, you know, I've learned a lot yeah. from, from this. And for those of you out there who want to try something new or make a change in your own life, I'll, I'll tell you, I think maybe next week we'll talk about making changes in our lives and the, the incremental steps that it takes to do that and, and in our marriages as well and, and maybe bring those two together. I have another another review here on iTunes, Marriage and Lifesaver by Reagan JF. I have truly been blessed to have found this podcast. Not only do I feel like the insights shared in the podcast can save a marriage, but is also life-changing. My husband and I have truly benefited from listening to this podcast and we share it with couples so that they too can reap the benefits of the real world experiences that are shared. Tony and Lisa are so transparent with the listeners and have motivated me and my husband to become more transparent with each other. Mm. We look forward to listening to them each week and continue to grow in our marriage as a result of their ministry. We wish much success and many blessings for you two. Keep doing a phenomenal work through one. Reagan, thank you for your commitment to be more transparent mm-hmm. and, and to share our podcast. Um, we would not be where we are today if it wasn't for listeners sharing this with other people. Yeah. Um, and hold on. I just want to tell everybody where we are. So we oh. have we have 54 episodes out there before this one. Drum roll. <laughs> yeah, we don't have it on the darn computer. 54,023 downloads. That's that's you guys. That's all of you out there who are listening to us each and every week who have found one through iTunes or through a friend and then told your friend and they told their friends. That I, I mean That's uh, crazy. Uh, honestly, we only have like 187 subscribers on our RSS feed. 
which is really simple syndication, just so you know. <laughs> That's that little thing with the little... Yes, okay. I understand. I, I, I see it on my thing. Okay. So in, in any case, uh, I don't look at this thing that often, and we just wanted to look at it just to see where we were. That is mind-blowing. That doesn't even account for those of you who jump on and stream off the website. Mm. So, or you know, get it from a friend and listen it to them. This is just download straight from iTunes. Wow. So that, that's, that's a phenomenal number. That's like a thousand downloads an episode. I mean, yeah. I know some of our early episodes obviously have more downloads. Yeah. Episode one, five and seven are our big ones. Uh, those all have 2000 downloads Jeez. each. And then we have episodes and I don't know what five, uh, seven is pornography. Five is five. What's five when we got real. I don't know. No, well, four was that one. Anyways, you know, and then we got a bunch of them in the thousand range. And I mean, just a heads up for you guys in any given week, in a week's time, probably 350 to 400 are downloaded within a week's time. And then as the weeks go on, they just keep climbing people, download them more. So that's just us telling you what's happening because (laughs) I'm truly amazed. That's, that's all I can say sometimes. I, I'm truly amazed by your willingness to share and to listen to us and just thankful. Uh, that's all I can really say. I think that's, I think that's where we are. Um, you know, it's definitely one of those things where, you know, we've ended probably 99% of our episodes with Tony saying, love you guys. And the reason for that is that you guys mm-hmm. are the one extraordinary marriage podcast. It, you know, it's us knowing that we're talking to you and we're just sharing what's going on in our marriage. And some weeks it'll be a really good episode and some weeks it'll be, eh. <laughs> we know we've had those weeks. It's kind of like life. Some days are really good and some days are, eh. but <laughs> yep. There are, you know, you through your encouragement, through your communication with us, you have kept us going. And that, that 54,000 number, um, that's you, that is the power of you as a listener to this podcast. That is you saying, you know what? We appreciate what you guys are doing, Tony and Elisa, and we want our friends to know about this. Mm-hmm. That just tells us that while we might not always get it right, we're at least real enough that you want to share this with other people. And when we don't get it right, we get emails too. You let us know. And that's cool. You know, and and we appreciate that because sometimes we don't see our own faults. Or we're blinded because we've... We're we, in the moment. We're, we're in the moment, right? And we need we need the love from you guys too because that's the only way we can we can grow and, and share. And, and it's helpful that you do take us to task uh, because... You know, it helps us, you know, very much like um, Ron did with Tony in that message on, right. you know, the website this week, or I've had it on other episodes myself where people are like, Lisa, you know, little, um, you know, ease up a little, but sometimes it's easier to hear it from you guys because you're kind of that third party right. than it is to take it from either one of us when we're like, you know, that was a little rough. Yeah. Um, so we, we want to thank you for 2010. Um, it was a phenomenal year. One that we, I don't really know when we started the podcast that we thought we'd be celebrating a year. Oh, I I didn't think we were going to get past like five. Yeah. You know, we weren't sure what was going to happen here. And so thank you for 2010. We are very excited about 2011. Um, because it's going to be more, more real marriage, more of us, more uh, hearing from you guys. Um, your input is invaluable to this podcast. So at any time, call us at the 858-876-5663. Email us. You can always reach me at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Mm-hmm. Or ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Keep in touch this year. Mm-hmm. 2011 is going to be pretty spectacular. Yep. And I just want to close with this episode is brought to you by Blow Up My Marriage. Please click the link if you are in need If you need some assistance this year in your marriage to make it extraordinary, to take it to a level where you can start seeing, man, that you can just get your your head above water, 
you need to go check out Blow Up My Marriage. And to that, you guys, we thank you for a wonderful 2010, for an amazing 2011 that's yet to come. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Thank you.